morning. It's Money Talk. It's 70 minutes to nine. Let's turn to your money now. Carolyn Wright is joined once again by Michelle Young from the Investor and Financial Education Council to discuss the more unusual scams that are around us and how to protect yourself from them. Uh, good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. In Your Money yesterday, I was joined by Michelle Young of the Investor and Financial Education Council to talk about scams. And there are so many going on every day that we ran out of time before we had chance to move on to some of the more unusual scams. Nor did we have time to start taking a look at what you can do to protect yourself. So here we are again. Thank you for joining me, Michelle. Thank you, Caroline, for having me again. Let's continue our discussion from where we left off yesterday. So can you tell me about some of the more unusual scams that you're seeing? You know, the ones that might trip up even those who consider themselves to be pretty savvy investors who know their way around these things and don't think that they'll be caught out. Sure. Another type that we see over the years has been scams that are related to what we call the alternative in investment space. So um, especially with the equity and the bond market, both are not doing so well. The investors are looking into so-called alternative investment to invest their money in. And these type of investment can take many forms. Sometimes it is investment into physical assets like artwork, antiques, wines, or even large overseas infrastructure projects. And many of these alternative investments are in principle not regulated by any financial regulators in Hong Kong, and they do come with a very high risk. So sometimes the swindlers would study the market and they would pick investment themes that are more favorable to the investors, grabbing a lot of market attention. And they may even say that this is a once in a lifetime opportunity, directly playing into the would-be investors mindset of the fear of missing out. So sometimes the market and the price they offer would generally be quite obscure and it is very difficult for the investor to verify whether they are actually paying the so-called correct price for the investment. So, you know, in general, we do suggest that when an investor come across opportunities like that, that they may not be very familiar with, uh, just because that project is overseas or the asset, the underlying asset is not something that they know very much about, uh, we would suggest them to be on the guard and really think twice before making any commitment because the scammers would often exploit the victim's lack of investment knowledge, would really exploit their trust and their gullibility. So that's what we would suggest. So always, always, I think in these cases, if it looks too good to be true, it likely is. And you should always, always do your research. Now, let's talk a little Agreed. bit. <laughs> so now let's talk a little bit about how to keep yourself safe. So what should people be doing? What are the top tips that you would give to prevent yourself getting caught out by a scammer? Sure. I think we really want to remind investors to stay vigilant when they are solicited by unknown individuals, especially through the social media. And, um, you know, you, you said it, you know, we have to do our homework before investing and seek independent advice from licensed investment advisors, because especially in the stock market, there are times that the stock is clearly overvalued and there is no justification for the prices to surge. So if you don't do your homework and really understand the underlying factors that are affecting the company that you're investing in, um, it's not something very wise to do. 
the other thing is we we all want low risk high return right but that's really stemming from the greed that we have and um and greed is one reason that all these scams are so successful we just really have to remind ourselves there is no such thing as low risk investment with high guaranteed returns a claim that usually the foresters would use uh, to entice unwary investors by manipulating their fear of missing out so individuals should really check and verify when they see something that is fishy we at the um, SFC and also the Hong Kong Monetary Authority we have pages that is called the alert list or the fraudulent bank websites uh, which set out suspicious entities or websites or, or even scams that that comes to our attention and the public should really check if the company that he or she is dealing with is on such a list like we say do your homework and look at those lists that are available out there and yeah i think mm. i think everyone can understand the concept of, of fomo and the fear of missing out so <laughs> yes, yes just be wary of that are there other um tips that you would give people just more generally for keeping your your money safe and uh you know things like safeguarding your passwords and stuff like that yes exactly so as I said before, really just don't trust so easily because it is very hard to tell the truth from lies, especially in a virtual world. So be wary of unsolicited offers when you see one. Caroline, you said it, you know, we should always protect our personal information and passwords, uh, ID card, bank account numbers, credit card numbers. Just do not share too much information online and be sure that you keep your passwords in a safe place and uh, you know use a strong password and change it regularly the other thing is to protect your own computers and your mobile devices um, you can always download the latest antivirus programs and remove any unnecessary wi-fi connections that you may have the one last thing i do want to emphasize is that um, in general uh, we should all keep abreast of the latest trends on scams by paying attention to related news and the Hong Kong Police Force, they maintain a website called the Anti-Deception Coordination Center. And they have a list of the latest scam alerts um, that, in general, the, the public can look into and just get yourself familiar with the type of schemes that are going on in the market. And last but not least, we at the IFEC also have many resources that are related to anti-financial scam. Uh, they are on our Facebook page, on our IG account, and as well as on our website. So do feel free to visit us when you have the time. And if you think something that has come your way might be a scam, but you've done your research on these places and, and nothing has, has come up as a red flag as yet, is it worth people getting in touch with the police or, or an organisation like yourselves to ask that question? what we have we usually already put on the website but yes i think it's always good to do your own research really visit the place ask the person to come out and meet you if if that is something that can be done uh, before you commit anything or bring in a friend or family or anybody you trust to really be more curious and find out more before you make any sort of commitment because you never know, right? They are professional scammers, some of these people, and you really want to be alert. 
They're always always changing their tactics, aren't they, so that they can try and mm. catch you out. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me today. That's Michelle Young from the Investor and Financial Education Council. Thank